Hello, my name is Katherine Kellner. Welcome to our 10-part series on creating a baseline for strategic communication. I am frequently asked by clients in first-time meetings for tips and tricks to improve their communication skills at work or their presence at the podium or in front of the camera. We have become so accustomed to receiving information in bite-sized chunks that look great in a list article or life hack video. Everyone is looking for the new secret, something quick and easy to practice in the car or in the break room right before the big moment. I can't tell you how many times I have been asked to explain what to do with one's hands in front of an audience. But what I can tell you, the real secret, is what I have been telling my clients for almost 30 years. There are no shortcuts to becoming a strong and strategic communicator. Every trick and tip you see tossed around the internet or read in the newest pop science article will not be effective without a strong foundation to support it. The good news is that you can build that foundation. And we've distilled a great deal of material from my practice down to fundamentals that will not only provide you with a balanced skill set, but the knowledge to use it how and when you want. There is a lot of information and experience that separates being told what to do and understanding how and why to do it. I urge you to follow along with us on this journey to explore the rich and complex answer to mankind's oldest communication question. What the f do I do with my hands? Here in our first episode, I'll be talking about the importance of breath and how breath is involved in the way we communicate. Breathing may not be the first thing that comes to mind when we think communication, but along the way you will see that breath is the foundational piece of a much larger puzzle. We'll explore how our breath supports the voice, the mind, and the body, and how breathing patterns lie beneath any technique or skill set to provide the true foundation of an interaction. Proper breath support is essential for effective communication and presentation. Let me introduce a few ideas. Breathing techniques are employed in many activities and disciplines. How fast you breathe, how deeply you breathe, how often you breathe, and to which area of your lungs you direct your breath all play a role in affecting the ability of your mind, voice, and body to perform the tasks you set them to. You may breathe differently when running than when scuba diving. You may breathe to expand your chest cavity when performing physical activity and breathe to expand your abdomen in a meditative practice. Quick shallow when you're nervous, slow steady when you're calm. There is no right or wrong way to use your breath. But you can use your breath as a tool to support yourself if you understand how and why to change it. To support a communicative goal or intention, deliberate diaphragmatic breaths are the right tool for the job. There is a muscle called the diaphragm that sits in an arc just below your lungs that separates them from the other organs in your abdomen. When this muscle contracts, that arc flattens out. The lungs expand to fill the space and air is pulled in to fill them. That's what's happening when you inhale. When the muscle is released, 
it springs back into its natural arc, compresses the lungs, and pushes the air back out of them. That's what's going on when you exhale. To feel where your diaphragm is, place one hand just below your ribcage and right above your belly button. Now cough or laugh. <coughs> As you do that, the hand above your belly button will feel the diaphragm in action. You are using this muscle over 20,000 times a day. But in the beginning, engaging the diaphragm on purpose to do what you want it to can feel a little counterintuitive. For example, when the diaphragm contracts, we inhale, but it feels like the muscle is releasing. And when the diaphragm releases, we exhale, but it feels like the muscle is tightening to push the air out. There are a lot of mechanics at play here, so we are going to talk about the breathing process with words that describe what it feels like and with instructions that are easy to get the hang of. Here's an exercise to help you become acquainted with drawing more air deeply into your lungs by consciously engaging our diaphragm. You may have heard this called a supported breath or belly breath. We'll be referring back to it as a diaphragmatic breath. Let's place our hand back on our diaphragm just above the belly button, below the rib cage, and put the other hand on our chest. Under your lower hand, let your belly area release. You may think of how it feels when you've had too much to eat and you try to make more room. But you don't want to push. Simply release. That's the first step. Now, inhale through your mouth and draw the air into the deepest part of your lungs so that you feel the hand on your diaphragm move out while the hand on your chest should feel relatively still. That's the next step. The third step is to exhale in a slow, steady stream through the mouth. Let's do that on a fricative F sound, like this. We want to make that F sound for a couple of reasons. You won't make the sound in public, of course, but for our purposes, we use it to teach our body to engage our articulators, the lips, the teeth, and the tongue, when we breathe diaphragmatically, preparing to speak. And when using this consistent F sound, we can hear and feel whether or not we are getting a full, consistent flow of air. Like this. Now, let's run through those three steps together. First, release your belly. Inhale through your mouth to the deepest part of your lungs. Exhale on a fricative F. This method, when practiced consistently, maximizes breast support, fuels the voice, increases oxygen intake, and provides a foundation for clear communication. I'd like to take a moment to remind listeners that visual aids for many of the episodes can be found on our website. Spanish, Japanese, and English transcripts are available under the episode title. For those of you who've asked what's coming next from the studio, we're happy to announce that this year we're building something new. A video library is in development to take us beyond our lectures on fundamentals. You can find the resources for this series at humancommunicationstudio.com slash podcasts. A full diaphragmatic breath will keep your mind in a calm and focused and accessible framework. Quick, shallow, nervous breathing produces a quick, scattered, racing thought process. 
When you have something that needs to be said, especially when addressing an audience, diaphragmatic breathing will show a poised and confident body. When you breathe in a shallow manner or you hold your breath in your chest as you speak, a common side effect is a shaky, strained, or soft voice. We can also see this in the body. This is also corrected by diaphragmatic breathing. When you draw air into the deepest part of your lungs, you are able to expel air with the full force of that strong muscle over and through your voice box and across your vocal cords, creating a strong voice that you can project to the back of the room. And lastly, a full diaphragmatic breath provides your body with a greater amount of oxygen, improving both brain and muscle function. We tend to fall into diaphragmatic breathing patterns naturally in a number of different common scenarios. When we speak about something we know fully and without question, say, what we had for lunch yesterday, or when retelling an event in our lives, or when we begin to teach about our expertise or give advice, our bodies prep the response with a belly breath naturally, and the words come out with ease. You will also find your body reacting with a diaphragmatic breath in situations of passion or urgency. If you were to shout as a child crossed the road to stop him from being hit by a car or loudly defend yourself against a false accusation, both would begin with a full inhale deep into the base of the lungs. And interestingly, our breath behaves differently when our thoughts are not well connected before we begin to speak. If you were asked to recall a chapter from a book you read a long time ago, or you were asked to explain a concept you do not fully grasp, or you start to talk before you know what you want to say, your breath would catch in your chest as your mind searched for something to grab onto. You can learn very specific strategies to reconnect to the more supported breathing patterns in the diaphragm, even in situations where you are uncertain of a response. You can pause to collect thoughts that are directive or purposeful before you take a diaphragmatic breath and then verbally answer. You will easily fall into a clear frame of mind from which to choose your response. We will be covering this in a future episode. You can give your normal speaking voice that accent of passion, understanding, or urgency if you prep your thoughts and expressions with strong breath support. We already breathe with our thoughts naturally, sometimes supporting positive thinking patterns and sometimes not. We can deliberately link one breath to one full thought when we speak. This is called the breath-thought connection. We'll be covering that on our next episode of What the Do I Do With My Hands? There's no way around it. Conveying an idea out loud with your voice to another human being can be a complex process. By consciously practicing diaphragmatic breathing as a baseline to express our thoughts, we build a platform from which to make our communications strategic. Play around with breathing deep into the diaphragm until you have a handle on how it changes your voice, your body, and your thought process. Monitor your conversational habits to see where you can use diaphragmatic breath effectively and find moments where you are doing so already. The more you are able to cultivate awareness of how you are breathing, the stronger the foundation you will be able to lay in preparation for the coming episodes. Thank you.
What the F*** Do I Do With My Hands is written and produced by me, Katherine Kellner, and our team at the Human Communication Studio. Audio is mixed by Pete Gonzalez. Our music was composed by Jake Sorgan. Japanese translations by Minami Yamauchi Espinosa. Spanish translation by Noemi Salazar Mata. Leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts is a great way to show your support for this series. When we're not working hard to record free material, our office is available for contract, for speaking engagements, group lectures, office education, and private strategic consulting. You can contact us at info at humancommunicationstudio.com. Thanks for listening. It's my privilege to share this work with you.